This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi maaf nahi karte. Remember when the public pays the public is served and when advertisers pay advertisers served support to keep media independent and free. Please subscribe to News Laundry only Mufat Khors will listen to Chota Hafta. Listening to the Bada Hafta also. Joining us today on the panel, Madhu is still not in town. We have Anand Vardhan, one of our most brilliant original thinkers and writers. Soft-spoken as well. Soft-spoken. Anand Ranganathan, the roguish <laughs> gunda who pretends he's my, not. My reputation proceeds. Your reputation proceeds. Like James Bond. My name is And uh, our very own Manisha Pandey, whose Hello. piece I hope you've read. I'm Abhinandan Sekhri. And on the phone line with us is Siddharth Vardarajan, founding editor of The Wire. Before he started The Wire with M.K. Venwans Dar Bhatia, he was editor at Hindu. He's won the Ramnath Goyanka Award, Journalist of the Year. He taught economics at NYU and journalism at the University of California, Berkeley. And he's also edited a book which is about, wait for it, 2002 Gujarat riots, titled Gujarat, The Making of a Tragedy. Thank you for joining us, Siddharth. The things to discuss today are the raids on NDTV that we'll start off with. Then we have, you know, Trump walking out of the Paris Climate Agreement. We have a short discussion, hopefully, on what's happening in Madhya Pradesh with the farmers dying in police firing, as it now appears. And also, um, the wires beef with Times Now and Arnab and why they find their way uh, into getting bashed every now and then on their prime time. That and lots more. Sid, do you want to go with something that was spectacularly good or bad in the media this week? Or should we first ask you about why you are making primetime news as in The Wire every other week? <laughs> ask me anything. <laughs> okay, so this, I read the piece, the General Dyer piece. That is what was the primetime debate on Times Now right. and Republic. Am I right? Or were there any more? Have I missed anyone? You know, I got a call from Newsax saying they wanted to debate it, but I, uh, I mean, that, that they were planning to, and they wanted to reach reach out to Partho Chatterjee, but I don't know if they mm. finally did it because I don't, you know, I don't make a habit of watching these channels, quite frankly. Right. So far be it from me to assume that one piece in a in a publication is the voice of the publication. Uh, considering at News Laundry, we are disagreeing with each other so much, but in your view, is that a fair comparison or an unfair comparison? No, I think the comp- the, well, we have to understand what is the comparison that he was making, right? So, Partho Chatterjee, a lot of people have uh, either willfully or out of ignorance uh, assumed or spoken as if uh, Parthoda is comparing the incident of Jallianwala Bagh, in other words, the killing of uh, more than 300 people, which he describes in vivid detail at the start of his article, with the uh, human shield incident involving Major Lithul Kogoi. Whereas what he's comparing is not the incident itself, but the rationalization of the use of, you know, the the whole, the the logic of military necessity and Hmm. what it tells us about how somebody who invokes that logic uh, feels about the people uh, that he's dealing with. So uh, essentially he was comparing the testimony of General Dyer before the Hunter Commission and the interview that uh, General Rabat gave to PTI and drawing uh, what he felt were uh, disturbing similarities in terms of the logic and approach of these two uh, generals. And I think that I think it was a uh, it was a fair comparison. It was uh, very, uh, I think, soberly stated. And uh, he uh, perhaps more than once went out of his way to say that he's not comparing 
the motives of the two generals. Uh, he says, in fact, it would be unfair to say General Rawat is driven by the same consideration as General Dyer. So you, you have a scholar making an argument, a historical argument, uh, going out of his way to uh, write it in such a way that it, what he says should not be misconstrued. But then people hmm. willfully or deliberately or out of ignorance have misconstrued what he wrote. So let me throw that to the panel. Do you think one can draw in a comparison like this and not expect what that person is most well known for? to be the overwhelming uh, context of the entire discussion. Who do you want to go? Manisha, Anand, Ranga or Vardhan? Who wants to go with this first? Yeah, I read the piece. Okay. And uh, uh, I mean, firstly, let me say that uh, the author had and Wire had complete, uh, in my opinion, it was completely justified to publish it. So hmm. freedom of expression, they can, you know. Hmm. and uh, yeah, Because this is in the context of a lot of people say that why did they publish and, it? Yeah, exactly. You right. know, because I mean, a lot of the discussion, in fact, most of the discussion, how the hell should this piece be published? Hmm. So that's absolutely preposterous. Hmm. Uh, and also, uh, it is a fact that Siddharth agrees, uh, being the editor, he agrees with uh, the piece. Hmm. But even if he didn't, hmm. uh, I for one feel he should have published it, right. which, which is fine. So let's get that out of the way. Second thing, personally, I found the rationale. So basically, um, it was not, as Siddharth correctly put it, it was not the comparison between what happened at Jallianwala Bagh, but rather the rationale that General Dyer gave uh, with what the Indian Army did. I, uh, having read the piece and having read the rebuttal of Makaran Paranchpe that uh, I think was published in DNA hmm. and in Delio as well, I found the, the rationale comparison uh, preposterous. And I'll, I'll explain to you why. You see, Partha was not the first person to actually bring this rationale. Interestingly, it was brought into the public domain about two weeks ago, by or maybe three weeks ago, by, um, I forget the name, he's another Wire columnist, I think Omar, Omar Ahmed. Is that right, Omar Ahmed? Is, uh, so he tweeted, he had a tweet thread where he was the first one, according to me, he, he brought forth this rationale. I think he's the same person who said RSS... Uh, uh, ideologue should not be invited to the Jaipur literature. I mean, he wrote a piece on that. Hmm. Then he also said, if you have a problem with my religion, then not me, but you are the bigot. Hmm. So, you know, uh, and then he said the general dire thing. So at that point of time as well, I understood that he's not talking of the the massacre, but rather the rationale. Hmm. And it has been rebutted. You know, I mean, obviously you cannot compare, and especially if you look at your interview with the Lieutenant General uh, Panag, Hmm. Uh, you know, the news laundry interview, yes. where I also, um, I verbatim quoted him, made a transcript of it. Right. Says, had had this been brought to my knowledge, it is a non-SOP. It is not a standard operating procedure. Right. And you would have... And I would have, yeah, a, a, I would have said, this will not happen you again. You would have positioned your response yeah. accordingly. So this has never happened before. And I don't know, but I'm hoping that this would not happen again. And if you go by the, see, we are all going by... Uh, the person who was tied to the jeep hmm. is saying that you know he was he was innocent. The other version also has to be we don't know which one is the truth, hmm. but the army is saying he was not innocent. He was stone pelter, and the uh, as it transpired, the uh, the events uh, did not lead to any loss of life. It in fact left you know led uh, the people to escape a mob or whatever it is. So I think the comparison or the rationale which this uh, you know murderer, psychopathic murderer General Dyer gave with this event. Mm. Or the people who, I wouldn't say sanctioned it because, you know, it wasn't, it was just a spur yeah. of the moment thing. Yeah. But so that is okay. what I think. Regarding these uh, raids, because we're going to be discussing that in a little more detail after you're gone with just the news laundry yeah. panel. Uh, the CBI raids, uh, w what is your problem with it and why? Uh, do you think there's, 
the merits and demerits of it if you think there is there are two sides or you don't think there are two sides what what is your position on this no i think it's uh, it's there's no doubt in my mind that this is malefied this is this is vindictive it's a vendetta this is action which uh, seems completely out of proportion with the uh, stated offense that uh, is being investigated and as more and more details are emerging and people are passing the fir even those who were initially uh you know saying that well the cbi may after all have a case are now you know reflecting and feeling that well things don't look so so solid or robust after all so i think that you know uh, more details of this will emerge but uh the you know for a for a uh, supposed loss of 48 crore uh, you um, you know uh, the fact that they go after a company i think it would not have happened if ndtv was not a media company sure. and if ndtv was not the kind of media company that it is anand sir ranga uncle Yeah see <clears throat> I think this story uh I've has made me think quite a lot and I'll tell you why because it has delved into an area which I normally hate which is gray hmm. so I've had to <laughs> I've had to think about this and I'll explain to you uh, why because I saw your tweets on the first day on three or four uh, I haven't uh, seen them yesterday three or today. four angles hmm. first is as far as um morally ethically um uh you know i find ndtv to be the most one of the most corrupt organizations and it is not just the fact that i have made this view uh over the past week or past day or something i've made this view factually or otherwise having it's like you know uh you watch your son growing up so i have watched ndtv grow up over the last 10 years you know it's not like one event happens and you can comment on it mm. this is 24/7 so you get an opportunity to look at the irrationality of the logic at which they with which they criticize things or which they praise things so it is a is a the at the atmospherics which is a word that you know a lot of ndtv journalists like using the atmospherics of ndtv is that it's morally and ethically uh, according to me again i stress one of the most corrupt organizations now as far as financially is concerned i am in no position to you know comment except to make a view on whether uh, the government is going after them which is precisely the question or about the press freedom or mm-hmm. should it or not now why is this gray it is gray because uh, if you see if anybody a law enforcer sees something unlawful or it is brought to that person's notice like a police station you launch an fir okay and then you try and investigate now the problem is now that is entirely a legal that's a legal process and that has to happen you cannot deny you cannot say that look you're not doing it to that person see uh, you know unequal application of law is not a defense right. you know ambani ko chhod rakha hai adani ko chhod rakha hai mujhe kyon pakda hua tumne so that's one thing now why is it gray because i've been shouting from the rooftops ever since uh, jetly and you know and others made a promise as you remember india against corruption 2011 that they will make cbi independent mm. and they haven't also lokpal okay so when you when you have an organization which is a caged parrot only thing that has changed is the shoulder earlier it was upa shoulder now it is nda shoulder on what basis can you say that this cannot be you know on on what basis can you be absolutely certain that this is not It's a vendetta motivated sure enough. at the same time somebody has to investigate right so you cannot just say look this uh, so i you know it's like stuck in the middle and, and this is gray for me ah. so i want things to be investigated but at the same time i cannot be certain that this is not a vendetta but uh, before i get to manisha just yeah. one question when you say you find it ethically and morally the most corrupt 
as compared to who oh no i mean i'm not saying it is the most i'm saying one of the and let me add here so which one would you say is not i mean if all of them networks, are all of them so are would you say it's an outlier among them the, or is it as good as the rest or is it an outlier now the firing in madhya pradesh i just saw rahul kamal's tweet and no matter what people say about journalists if i'm to go on twitter i'll still go by journalists because they are at some level accountable he has tweeted that the madhya pradesh government has finally acknowledged that it was police firing after for the first two days saying the police didn't do the firing those five farmers were killed by some rogue element firing hmm. a um i know a few channels did take this up times now completely went on another tangent is congress politicizing it oh my god they do that all the time i want to talk about any party taking up any issue that affects the indian like this whole i've written a piece on this i'll use anand Hmm. Ranga's line that what do you mean by politicizing a political party will take up an issue that is political and this is a political issue it, it impacts people i know man i'm so tired of this of course they will politicize it yeah rahul gandhi congress kya karenge matlab it's so obvious and what do politicians do what they are they politicize and you call them to politicize See, the issues. other thing that has happened over the last 24 hours is that a lot of bjp spokespersons have brought out this statistics saying that in congress times in madhya pradesh under digvijay singh so many farmers were fired at 18 farmers were killed in maharashtra uh, you know five farmers were killed and all now th- this is where i have a problem and you know this is where you can say uh, this is where i say that what about re is a cerebral exercise it should not be dismissed per se now many people would say this is what about re now the point is you have a bloody government you came to power to ensure that you will not do the same mistakes as your previous government was doing now you can't you know stretch this argument and say that look those guys did this so we are going to do this sure. having said that i do not know the exact situation on the ground and uh, you know what what uh, you know what kind of violence or violent the protests you know became uh, i think i've seen some visuals of uh, you know buses being burnt and things of that sort um, so i would like to get a uh, Uh, you know an objective police person's version as to did the situation really merit this or what actually how how badly did it go out of control all right so i do hope uh, you enjoyed this hafta write in with your comments leave the abuse in the twitter timelines uh, so do join us again write in your critique on contact at newsjoin.com thank you for joining us and remember pay to keep news free because on the public page the public is served thank you thank you All of you listening in uh the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry. dot com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter.